My Hockey Hero is proudly supported by eBay Canada. My name is Dean. Ever since I was a kid, I collected hockey cards with spare change my dad gave me. As a black person, to see others like me on the ice inspired me. I didn't see myself as a black hockey player. I saw myself as a hockey player. They were my role models and showed me hockey is a game for everyone. When you're on a hockey card, it's, it's pretty cool. I've collected 100 rookie cards for NHL's black and biracial players. And I'm going to talk to all of them so you can learn their stories. Every year they came out with a new set of cards, so I was an avid collector and I always had a set of the original 16. Alton White was born in 1945 in Amherst, Nova Scotia. He played three seasons in the NHL's short-lived rival league, the World Hockey Association. He is best known for being the second player of African descent to have played on a professional major ice hockey team. He was also the first player of African descent to score 20 goals in a single season and the first black player in history to score a hat trick. So how does Alton feel when he sees his rookie card? Well, you know, it just brings back old memories because we had uh, very good times in, in Los Angeles and uh, uh, we had a pretty good team and I had good seasons there, a good season there. And uh, uh, it was just uh, a pleasure to, to get a chance to play in a major league at that time because uh, I was always passed by in the NHL, uh, even though, you know, I played in Providence and we were affiliated with Oakland Seals who didn't have a real strong team, but I always had good years. And if they needed somebody, they always picked somebody who had five or six goals where I had 25 or 30. And I never got the opportunity. So playing in the uh, World Hockey Association was really a, a big thing for me. Growing up in rural Amherst, Alton had an idyllic childhood. Well, you know, like a very small town, right? Amherst, there's a, probably five or 6,000 people at that time. And the black population was small, but, uh, you know, we, most of the black kids played hockey and, you know, like we're, we lived on a small little plot of land. Uh, I had one uncle two, uh, on either side of us and my dad was in the middle because my dad had four brothers and they were all athletic. So uh, we used to play baseball in the summer and then we had a natural sheet of ice in the wintertime between our house and my uncle's. So that's where I learned to skate. I started skating, I guess I was three years old, three and a half years old. So yeah, it was great growing up there. And then in the summertime, we'd play baseball, we'd go fishing and swimming. It was a typical small town, Nova Scotia, but everybody knew everybody. And back then, everything kind of, uh, was associated with the church. The church organized all kinds of stuff, organized baseball games and organized hockey teams and stuff like that. So it was really a, a great place to grow up. Alton's family had close links to the African Nova Scotia hockey tradition. Well, actually, you know, my mom used to always tell me that my uncle was a very good hockey player. And I never got to meet him because he passed away before I was born. But, uh, and he, my uncle, played for the Amherst Royals uh, in the old Black League. And I didn't realize that until just recently because my cousin, who worked in the archives in, in uh, Amherst still, he sent me a copy of uh, a write-up of one of the games. And my uncle's name was Lloyd Williams. And he was a really good player. And I didn't realize that. But my uncle told me, my, my mom used to tell me that her brother was a very good hockey player. Alton was already skating. But when his family moved to Manitoba, 
he was exposed to some amazing opportunities to develop further. I could skate. When I, I could always skate. I learned to skate in, in Nova Scotia. And we moved to, to Winnipeg when I was, uh, I just t- turned nine years old. But I, I, like I, was, I started skating at age three. So I, I skated quite, a, quite well in, in Nova Scotia because I used to play with my brothers. My brothers, I had three older brothers, and I'd take them skating all the time. So when we moved to Winnipeg, I could really skate. And uh, so my first year in Winnipeg, I didn't play minor hockey. I was nine years old. But after the first year in Winnipeg, our family moved down south to uh, Fort Rouge area, Fort Gary, South End. And uh, they had very good hockey programs there and good athletic programs, actually. And there was a, a gentleman there, his name is Joe Wucher. And uh, he, he saw me skate. And I was, I was, I guess it was nine and a half, ten years old. But we didn't have a team for ten years old. We had the, the team 11 and 12 years old. So he said, hey, I, I'm going to bring you up to play with these 11 and 12-year-olds because you can skate well enough. And I said, well, you know, I've never played any organized hockey. I don't even know the rules. He said, well, the way you can skate, I'll teach you hockey. So that's where I started playing organized hockey at the federal grade under Joe Wooten. He was my first real coach. His family was the only black family in town, but the community was very multicultural. are very outgoing, congenial, and my mom and dad were too. They're everybody. They treated everybody the way that you wanted people to treat you. So that's re-reciprocated. And uh, Winnipeg was, and where we lived, especially when we moved to Fort Rouge, it was like a league of nations. We had people from all over. There was like French, Italian, Scottish, Indigenous, uh, people from uh, Holland, and we were the only black family growing up. So. Uh, everybody just got along. It was really well, really good. Alton's aspiration to play pro hockey was fostered from a young age. It was always an aspiration to play pro hockey. I want you know, everybody wants to be in the NHL, right? So when I played junior hockey, Gory Panner used to say, "Keep going, you know, work hard." I wasn't very smart. A very I wasn't very smart. I wasn't very big. I was small, the small size. Got to use. You got to use your smarts and speed. And, you know, and be able to think. So, uh, Gordy Panel really planted the seeds that I could play pro hockey. With his talent gaining attention, a teenage Alton left his family to head to his first training camp. When I went to Fort Wayne, it was, <laughs> it was kind of strange. I never heard, I didn't even know where Fort Wayne was or anything. And, and you know, the thing about it, back then, the teams weren't very big. We only had 15 guys on the roster. So, we had nine forwards, four defense, and two goaltenders. So everybody got to know everybody, and you know you you always hung out together. And one thing about when I went to Fort Wayne, there were a lot of guys from the West. Like there's three or four guys from Winnipeg, and a couple guys from Flintstone, and a couple guys from from Saskatchewan. So it was kind of like old home week. So you weren't, you know, you you got to, you felt comfortable because Fort Wayne was the first time I was ever away from home. Because even when I played junior, I always slept in my own bed at night. So Fort Wayne was a was a, was a learning experience because I, you know, fifteen hundred miles away from home. I can't call my mom. I don't get home quick meals and everything. So it was it was an adjustment. Well, I you know I could skate and I could score goals. So this is one of my good things because I, I you know uh, 
quickness was a real asset, but I was good around the net. I could handle the puck well, and I could pass the puck well, uh, real well, too. And that was one of the things that Gordy Pennell stressed when I, when I played junior. He said, let the puck do the work. I mean, a lot of the, nobody moves as fast as the puck, so move the puck and always be able to read the play and jump in the hole. So, uh, so you know, I used to think intelligence and speed were two of my assets. However, here Alton has memories of racism. When I first went to Fort Wayne, it was an eye-opener for me because, you know, in, in, in uh, Winnipeg, you know, I'm just junior white, Alton white, or junior, everybody calls me junior because I'm Alton white junior. But in Winnipeg, everybody knew me as junior. I, everybody treated me just like any other kid. You know, when I went on the road trip, I was always billeted to families. Never had any problem at all. But when I went to Fort Wayne, first time away from home, uh, I'm with my buddies, Kenny Satilla, who I grew up with playing baseball, minor league baseball, and, and he played junior hockey with the Winnipeg Rangers. He's my winger there. Anyway, we went to Fort Wayne together, and uh, after training camp, we have to find a place to live. So uh, there's a a guy there, an avid hockey fan, who took us under his wing, and he's taken us around showing us some places to live. And Fort Wayne's not a very big place. like about 150000 I guess. But anyway, uh, there's, you know, there's, there are no mixed areas. You know, you're either the blacks live in this side of town and and the white, uh, the Caucasians on the other side of town. Anyway, so we went looking for a place to live. And there's there at that time, there's four of us looking for a place to give, live because we all played together in Winnipeg. We want to stay together. So the first place we went, we looked around. It wasn't so hot. Then we found an, another place that was kind of okay. Well, you know, it's four bedrooms. Okay. So uh, Sotelo talking to the lady and she she said well come around the corner i want to talk to you so she went around the corner and she said you guys can't live here he says because he's black and that's the first time i ever ran into any kind of situation like that if you're enjoying my hockey hero and thinking about starting your own hockey card collection i'd suggest you start with ebay eBay is all about connecting communities and fueling passions. Because of its thriving card collector community, I was able to make my dream come true by collecting the rookie cards of the NHL's black and biracial players. Start your own collection at ebay.ca slash hockey cards. When Alton moved to Columbus, Ohio, he was introduced to some local role models who helped him overcome a difficult time. Columbus like, uh, was a real turning point for me because you know, I met some really good people, I, and it was a young development team, and we had a good bunch of guys. So uh, one of the – and like I said at that time, when I went to Columbus, it was just after my mom had passed away. So I kind of – you know, I had loose ends, and I was fortunate enough to meet a couple ladies there. One was – her name was Ann, Ann Walker, and she was a, a, a radio personality a black lady old personality, and she worked for the radio station. And the owner of the team got a hold of Ann and said, well, listen, you might want to talk to this young man because he's quite uh, easygoing, kind, and gentle. Uh, he's not he's not outgoing. He's not belligerent or anything. You, you kind of like him. So I met Mrs. Walker, 
and she did like me. She took me under her wing, and she had a son going to Ohio State, and we became quite good friends. And she, you know, whenever I down or anything, I could call her, and she was she have always had a calming effect on me. And she kind of adopted me. She had four boys. She kind of adopted me as her fifth son. Spent lots of time there, and she's just a wonderful lady. So, and, and another side to that is she had two boys that really liked hockey, and they were, I guess they were eight and ten years old when I played there. They liked hockey so much, they continued on, and they both ended up playing for Ohio State University. Playing in the minor leagues, Alton began to mature as a player. I got better. I got more confidence. I played, you know, I had more of a leadership role. And I, I did. I had a pretty good year there my first year in Columbus. And then I, in my second year, I really started to come on because, you know, I knew I could play and I, I, I knew I had skills. And uh, people came out to see me because I put some points on the board and, you know, people liked the way I played because I was quick, I was smart, and uh, I was a real playmaker too. So that really helped. So and, and the last year, my third year there at Columbus, I had a, a real good year too, and I was the M- MVP that year, I think. I think that was the year. I can't remember. And then after that, at the end of that season, I went up with Hayden in, into Providence, the American League. Alton hadn't had the opportunities he'd hoped for with NHL. So when the WHA launched in 1972, it presented a new opportunity. When they when they had the WHA draft, you know, like there was there was rumors that uh, with, with they were going to have the interleague draft, and they they thought that the Islanders were going to draft me and uh, uh, in their expansion draft, and, and and my my agent at that time said, well, you know what? Why don't you try something new? He said, you've been here. There's teams have always had the opportunity. We had good years to go to the NHL, and they have always passed you by for some reason. Why don't you try something new? So we we uh, Marvin Melks called called me, and we went down to New York and sat down and talked. And he said, "Well, you can you know you can hang around and wait till the, for the NHL. It may not happen, but he said I'm going to give you the opportunity right now to play in the WHA and." We'll see where it goes. So uh, weighing the situation and the money, the money they offered was pretty good too. So uh, that's why I chose to go to the WHA. Alton's first game and the following season went amazingly well. We were, play, we were playing against Cleveland. Cheevers was playing for Cleveland Crusaders at the time. And uh, it was, uh, my first goal was I scored against Cheevers. The first year, we I had a couple hat tricks. I got a hat trick in Minnesota, and then uh, <laughs> in that game, I got uh, Minnesota. We were playing. Uh, who was there? I can't remember. But I got two goals. Uh, I I scored a hat trick in, in six minutes. Playing for the New York Raiders and the Los Angeles Sharks, Alton did experience racism, but his teammates always tried their best to make him feel safe. Yeah, you know what? I played with a guy named Bob Kelly, Battleship Kelly. Bob and Bobby and I are good friends. He always used to say, "Whitey, you're my buddy. Nobody's ever going to do anything to you." So Bob was always there. And then uh, when I played in L.A., we had a couple guys, Stevie Sutherland and Earl Heiskala. You know, I played with them quite a bit. And they, whenever anything happened, they were right there. So I, I 
you know, there's always somebody had my back. In 1974, Alton moved to the Michigan Stags and then the Baltimore Blades. But soon the WHA ended. Alton's pro career came to its end, but his legacy was firmly established. Well, I, I, I think I've had some good years. I, you know, I've I accomplished a few things. Uh, one of my favorite stories is when I played in L.A. I met, uh, I was at the, at the uh, we played at a sports arena, which is downtown by the L.A. Coliseum. Not a very good part of town, but anyway, uh, we were playing one game, and there's a young kid, a black kid, who, who was at the game. Him and his friend were at the game, and they came down, and in L.A., we come out of our dressing room, we go across this big rubber mat to the rink. And when I'm going across this rubber mat, he, he looked, he yelled at me, he said, Alton. And I looked at him, and he, he's smiling and waving. So I, I winked at him and waved. And uh, anyway, I, I never thought anything of it. So about uh, three years ago, uh, I got a call from a sports writer. And he said he was out in one of these uh, advertising stints. And he bumped into this guy, and the, the guy walked up to him. And his name is Eric Pettigrew. And Eric Pettigrew is a state legislator for the state of Washington. And he told uh, Jeff, he said, Jeff, you know, I love hockey. He said, you know why I love hockey? He said, because when I was a young boy, I went to a hockey game and he was, I was the only black face in the stands and Alton White was there. He was the only black hockey player. And he said, when I went home, he told his mom, he said, Mom, Alton can play hockey, and he's a hockey player. I can do something, too. So he said he changed his life around. He went to school. He graduated from high school. He got a scholarship to play football at the University of Oregon. And he played, he was an offensive lineman. He played there for four years, graduated. And then he went to uh, England for a year, and he came back went to the University of Washington. He got his uh, master's in political science. And uh, after that, he said he got a job. Uh, he ran for uh, state legislator in the state of Washington. He ran 13 times, was elected 13 times. And when he told Jeff, he said, the reason I am here today is because of Elton White. And he had three ambitions in hockey. He said, I'd like to meet Willie O'Ree, Don Cherry, and Alton White. So he, uh, Jeff got a hold of me, and uh, Eric and I got together, and now we're very good friends. Alton worries how accessible the game is for today's kids. You know, it, it's very difficult. One thing, about hockey's an expensive sport. So it, it, a lot of kids can't afford to play because they can't afford the equipment, they can't get on the ice time. So that, that's one of the things we have to rectify. I don't know how we can do that, but uh, especially now, because uh, the, the facilities that they cost so much to operate. So And, and introducing the young kids. Uh, I know here where I live, there's, there's a, it's a very, oh, there's a lot of East Indian kids that play. And, uh, and now, but a lot of the East Indians are getting involved financially, sponsoring these teams, like the owner of this, team now, the East Indian team, and they have they have a couple kids playing. And my friend John Craighead, who used to play for, I think he played in Toronto a bit, but he played with the Canucks too. He owns the junior team, and and he's got some some minority kids playing. So uh, 
it, it, it's, it's slowly, but but gradually getting better. Uh, but you know, the more immigration you have, you're introducing these kids to the sport, so and they'll like it because they like the speed, they like the contact. And it's an exciting. So, what advice does Alton have for the next generation? Well, I would say you know, stick to it. But you know what, hockey is a great sport. It opens a lot of doors, but you still have to have a good education. You need something to fall back on. So. You know, and, you know, I think that more and more kids are going the college route because when you come out of college, you're a little bit older, a little bit more mature, and I think you have a better uh, focus on what you have to do to achieve. Uh, whereas junior is great, but, you know, not all junior hockey players can be NHL. you got to have something to fall back on. We're proud to be working with Hockey Equality. Hockey Equality is on a mission to create diversity at all levels of the game of hockey by lowering financial barriers for BIPOC female and other equity-deserving youth hockey players. If you've been moved by the stories shared on this podcast and want to help make hockey accessible to all, check out HockeyEquality.org. If you've enjoyed this podcast but would like to dive deeper, then check out our extended version of this interview at Recognize, Black Hockey Heroes of the NHL. You can click on the link in the show notes or find it wherever you get your podcasts. You can see the cards of the players in my collection at blackhockeycards.com. This has been a Podstarter production. production.